If you want to learn a new skill, say you want to be better at sales or marketing or social media, public speaking, communication, there's somewhere you can train for that. But how do you train to be a better leader? You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. With any skill you want to learn, there's a place to go learn that skill. There's a course you can take, a training, a program, something. But how do you develop your skills as a leader? I'm involved in a few different organizations that are volunteer-based, and and I get involved in the leadership committee, the leadership team, the executive, whatever it is for that particular group. And I've come to realize that whenever you get a group of people working on something, working together, trying to accomplish something, whenever you get a group, whether it's in a club, a team, any organization, the workplace, a business, a whatever, wherever you gather people together in a group, you are going to have conflict. It's inevitable. If you get humans together and they have to do something together or communicate or problem solve, coordinate, um, engage in any type of way with other humans, there's going to be conflict. You see, we all have these unique models of the world. We take in our experience through our five senses, the, the pictures, the sounds, the smell, the taste, the touch, the kinesthetic, the feeling. And we take all the information from our external world through our five senses, and we create an internal representation of that external event. We filter that information through our our filters of our beliefs, our memories, our language, um, values, attitudes about things, metaprograms, which are deeply unconscious filters. We filter all this information we take in, we filter it, and we go through a process of deletion, distortion, generalization, and through all of that, we create an internal representation or an internal picture of that external thing. And that internal representation changes your physiology, changes your state, changes your behavior. It affects what you do every day. And all of your internal representations, and you have an internal representation of everything you've ever experienced, all of those internal representations combine to create your individual model of the world. So whenever you have humans gathered somewhere where they need to interact, do something, talk, communicate, wherever you get that, you get conflict. Because each one of those people are operating from their own unique model of the world. You see, we have 7.8 billion people on this planet, which means we really have 7.8 billion different worlds all cohabitating in this one planet. So you get a group of those combined, and they're going to see things differently, respond differently, understand things differently, learn differently, communicate differently, have totally different communication styles. If we were to gather a room full of people and ask each one of them, what does love mean to you? Every single one of them is going to say something different. And even if their words sound the same, I would 
bet that if we got the picture that they see, the sound that comes to mind, the feeling, any tastes or smells that are relevant, which by the way, my taste for love is clearly chocolate. So if we were to elicit all that information from this entire group of people about love, we would get very different representations of what love is. Success. If we gather a group of people and we say, what is success to you? Each one's going to say something different. And it doesn't mean that any one of them are wrong. And it doesn't mean that any one of them are more right than the others. It means that they are all right. All of them are right in and of themselves. So we get these conflicts between humans, clashing of values, beliefs, attitudes, opinions on things, thoughts, representations. And it doesn't mean that anyone is necessarily wrong or necessarily right. They're just, they're just different. So going back to how do you learn how to become a leader? So I had this epiphany in having a conversation with someone today about this very thing, how we get into these volunteer organizations, and then there's all this conflict. There's always conflict between people. And, you know, the thing we often hear is, this is just volunteering. I don't even get paid to deal with this. I don't get paid. Well, thank God you don't get paid to deal with it at that level, because that's where you learn how to be a leader. That's where... It's in these types of groups where you get to try things and you get to fail in a safe way so that when it really counts, when you're out there in the world, in your business, and there's money on the line or in your career, and you're getting paid to deal with these situations, now you know how to deal with it because you dealt with it in this other organization. That's where some of our greatest learning comes from is when you have to face a conflict I think we spend so much time, and I know I have in my life, so much time avoiding conflict, being a people pleaser so as not to create conflict, keeping opinions to ourselves to not rock the boat, not speaking up when we need to, when we have something important to say, but keeping it in so that someone else doesn't get upset or we don't stir things up or rock the boat or do the wrong thing. Trying so desperately to be liked so that we avoid any conflict or confrontation. But it's in those moments of conflict where you are up against the wall, where you're up against something difficult and you need to deal with it. That's where you learn how to become a leader. That's where you start to find what you're made of. That is where you find true inner resilience. Iron is forged through fire. Leaders are forged through conflict and learning how to navigate through a conflict. It's where you develop your thick skin so that things don't affect you the same way anymore. I know a couple years ago, conflict affected me much more than it does now. Now it's just more of a nuisance, like a fly buzzing around. It's like, oh, I got to deal with this now. But a couple years ago, it would cripple me. I would get physically ill. I dealt with a stomach ulcer about four years ago, that any time, yeah, about four or five years ago, I had the stomach ulcer issue. And any time I had to deal with a, a conflict with someone, it would get irritated and I would feel sick to my stomach. I had a, physio- a physiological, can't speak right now, reaction to the conflict. I would internalize all of that. It w- I would lose sleep. It would stress me out. I would be nauseous. I would get sick over it, absolutely sick. 
And now I don't respond that way because having experienced conflict and having to navigate through it, I've developed resiliency for it. We learn our greatest lessons through being thrown into the fire. We learn our greatest lessons. Iron is forged through fire. Diamonds are made under pressure. You are just being forged. So if you are facing conflict, if sometimes it seems like it's insurmountable and you're up against it and it's the hardest possible thing and you're thinking, I can't handle one more thing. If anything else comes my way, I'm going to crumble. It is in that moment you have choice and you either allow yourself to crumble into dust or you get forged into iron and it's how you respond and deal with it. If you just walk away, if you shrink yourself down, if you start to go into this people-pleasing place and you keep your opinions inside and you don't use your voice to express yourself, that is where you start to crumble into dust. When you stand up and you stand your ground and you, you use your communication, you express yourself and you face that fire, that is where you are forged into a leader. That is where greatness and excellence comes from. And that's my cat screaming in the background. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear her, but if you guys can hear her, she's about a hundred years old and uh, she's getting old and senile and deaf. So she's very loud. So on that note, I'm going to go give her her bedtime snack because that's what she's looking for and head off to bed. I hope you are having a fantastic day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave me your five-star review, share it with your friends, tweet it out, send me a message, let me know, and please leave that five-star review. The more people who leave five-star reviews, the more visible I become, the more visible, the more people who can find me just like you. All right, have a fantastic day.